0: hello just checking to see if we are on another trigger-proof training transmission question comes in i sit down i think about it i process it and all of a sudden when i get that inspiration that i want to teach and i have a break in between um helping other people through their challenges, through their wounds, through some really difficult times, and I feel resourced enough in between clients and helping people with that, I can then come on and answer a question for this community. This is really important to me that I do stay connected. And the days, to be honest with you, the days that I don't come in and answer a question or teach something to help you become trigger-proof, because that's really what this whole conversation is about. It's this, this thing that you want, but not you're not you might not even be aware that you really want it. It's this desire to be at the uh, at in the driver's seat of our own emotional well-being, and not be so governed by externals that our internal world. Uh, we have access to shifting it so that our external world whether it's our relationship whether it's our career or our relationship with our job or relationships with people at work there's an external world out there that sometimes can feel quite chaotic for most people depending on what you're going through and so the the whole goal of this community is for me to teach, number one, why it's so important to make it a priority to become trigger-proof and to give you little tidbits of clarity on uh, the direction to go and what steps you need to take. And I'm not saying that you need to work with me on this or attend my seminars and programs. I'm not saying you need to do that. I'm saying there are steps that are required for you to heal and solve this problem. You don't have to do it with me and my team or my programs and seminars, you can do those anywhere as long as you're doing those specific things. You can do them anywhere. However, if I don't piss you off that much and you're intrigued, or maybe I do trigger you and you're like, Mm, this guy pisses me off. He triggers me every time. I get this a lot in my messages, DMs and people. You trigger the fuck out of me. I'm so triggered by you. I'm like, I know that's on purpose because I tell, I speak things that are truthful. There's nothing more triggering than the truth. And if I don't trigger you too much or you're intrigued, I'm here because I really want you to do the work with us. Because every single time somebody reaches out and they give me a rap sheet of their IQ, just like a couple weeks ago, this one girl, I had to escort her gently out the door. She's like, I have this IQ, this is bullshit. Da, da, da. I'm like, why are you in my classroom? This is my classroom. I have spent 20 years as a chiropractor in the mind-body field, working on my own wounds and traumas as a somatic experiencing practitioner now. I'm starting my training in that. Chiropractor for 20 years, mind-body educator, uh, coach for people uh, through all walks of life, helping psychiatrists, counselors, therapists, who are my clients through this methodology, which I created, called the Overview Method to help people heal from their past, regulate their nervous system, connect to purpose, and deepen intimacy in their lives. These methodologies work. And so if you're new, welcome. One thing that kind of gets under my goat a little bit, which as a human being, I get triggered FYI as well. People are like, oh, you're triggered, or you're teaching about that. Fuck off. Yes, I get triggered. The difference is I don't play victim to it very long. I know how to set a boundary. I know how to resource myself. I know the truth of who I am. In this line of work, I'm literally working in the minefield of my clients' triggers. We have some that are going through partners who are addicts, going through addictions issues. Some that are suicidal, very successful people who are just killing it and crushing it in business, but they just can't th- get their relationships right. Their kids just want nothing to do with them. Uh, they feel anxious all the time. They feel like I've gotten all the things, so why, why don't I? You know, why don't don't I have fulfillment? Why am I so depressed? Huge, like anger issues, they're kind, sweet, gentle people, all of a sudden they get triggered and they lose their shit and now they have to face court cases and hearings and that kind of thing. You know what they all have in common? Guess what they all have in common? Everybody who comes in here and uh, reaches out for their specific challenge with its relationship problem career issue they're feeling anxious mind-body stuff that's causing them to have digestive hormonal health related issues all related they have one thing in common they've done all the therapy they've done all the counseling they've even done personal development work now Brittany I've never heard of a fucking Hyperion and ontological mathematics and it sounds very uh, very intelligent and uh, almost every single person who comes in here giving me their please pay attention when you're in this community when you see somebody come in and start to rattle off all of their whatevers their accomplishments their that woman a couple weeks ago her iq i'm a iq of 165 and it's like this is what everybody's thinking i'm just letting you know Congratulations the fact that you have to rattle it off just like I did is like you're you got something to prove now I'm a content creator so that means on social media 100% of people I'm taking the risk of putting myself out in front of this camera and speaking my voice what happens to people who take the risk and are content creators and speak up and really share they they run the risk of having people judge Uh, criticize, hate on, and I get a lot of that, right? So somebody who is taking the risk of doing that, um, we create this content and then lo and behold, people come in with their rap sheet of all of their brilliant studies, and they all have this in common. And they're like, yeah, but I've done this work. I've done breath work. I've done inner child work. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my clients, um, she's a very successful entrepreneur, and she was going through this challenge with her relationship. And she's a coach with a huge following, too. And and her relationship's falling apart. And when she came to me, she was the same thing. It was very ego-driven. I've done all this work. I've done rattling off, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this, And I tell them the same thing. Great. With all of that stuff you've done that you're rattling off for me, how are your relationships doing? How are they doing? How do you feel in your relationship? How do you feel when you walk into the room and you hug your mother? What happens in your body? This is what I'd like for you to, to do. If you feel this, cause I'm this, the topic of today, I'm going to talk about how to help others through their challenges. Cause that's what Brittany was asking. And she was asking it in different ways. And it really, it felt inauthentic uh, just by the question. It, it, it felt inauthentic. And so I just wanted some clarity and I was like, okay, I, 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 I'm totally okay with disagreeing. I'm totally grateful for legitimate questions that you want help with because you're struggling but if I get the sense that you're just using my community for a platform for yourself then I'm gonna be quick to say fuck you to that go build your own community stick your neck out create content look into the look into the camera and pour your heart out and speak your truth and put yourself on the line for other people to call you out almost daily then I will have your respect. I don't give a flying fuck how many therapists you've gone to. If you're not on that level, you you don't have you don't have my respect. If you were on that level, you wouldn't show up trying to kind of promote yourself on other people's platforms. So it's now that this, you know, growth is really difficult because, you know, last year I didn't have like 300 people in this group. Now we have over 4,000. Growth is painful. So that means I'm exposing myself to more people who are coming into my house who are here to learn about how to heal their relationships, how to show up powerfully in their lives, safe in their body, able to express themselves and express their truth, knowing that people are going to criticize, judge. That's, by the way, that's what's stopping most of us from at least really stepping out. and giving our gifts to the universe. So, I just want to say before I answer this question, is that before you come out and you are calling what I'm saying bullshit, okay, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing, and I'm not talking about you. I'm not, I'm not talking about you, Brittany. I'm, I'm talking about this is what's been happening lately in this group that's been growing, like, substantially. At a rate that I, I I can't even I can't even keep up with the questions that are coming into my inbox right now So that's uncomfortable for me because the rescuer inside of me wants to be like, oh my god I want to help all these people and so I'm constantly Doing the work to balance out my inner rescuer to holding people accountable, right and this this uh, Conversation I'm having with you right now is part of my therapy is part of my uh Integration of this because I was really triggered by this just in the over the past couple of days and the story that I'm telling myself is Why are people here like like why are you showing up in this community? If you're not actually here to learn are you here to like teach or are you here to learn if you're here to teach and Call what I'm saying bullshit. You don't have to stay. You don't have to stay. You can say, ah, you know what, Nima? I think this is not the place for me. Good luck. Take care. Bye. Why do you have to, why do you have to show up like that? You know, this is what's been happening. And so then I realized that the way that you're showing up here within this context is exactly how your relationships are. The way that you're showing up and the conflict that's coming up again and again is an opportunity for us to go inside and take ownership. So this is me taking full ownership. Taking full ownership from the fact that I'm only here to help those that are actually wanting help to solve their emotional uh, relationship challenges, their lack of emotional safety, their inability to have relationships that actually work, I'm only available to those that are wanting to solve that dilemma for their lives because they're tired of feeling anxious. They're tired of constantly going from one relationship to another, not feeling chosen with the same goddamn pattern. I just want to help those people. Those are the only people that I want to help. And all of the inbox and the comments that I see, I now have shifted my filter. I'm like, does this person actually want help? Number two, are they just wanting kind of like free advice? Because if you're looking for free advice, and and Brittany said that, and she was talking about the free thing, I have fucking hundreds of hours of free content for you on YouTube and in social media. Like, beyond, like, beyond, uh, like, the norm, if you go to my YouTube channel, you have Hours, even over the last year, and we're talking like 10 years I've been putting out content, over hundred hundreds of hours, only in the last 12 months, if you look, right? When you, then, here's what'll happen invariably. Somebody watches my content, you'll watch my content, and because I speak into this one camera, and I speak from my heart, you will feel that you and I have a relationship with one another if I'm doing it right if I'm doing my job right and you've been following me for a while it will feel as though we know each other I love getting that when I bump into people on the street and they're like oh my gosh I've been following you I love what you're doing I'm like thanks that's cool that that feels really great you know it's like people feel like they have a relationship with me that's positive the drawback of this for me is that we then when we see these people and we've connected with them especially if there's been an emotional connection because a lot of the shit that i talk about is really uh, deep and it cuts right to the chase so it just you'll get triggered by it because i'm i'm trying to trigger your shadows i'm trying to expose your unhealed and unloved parts so that you can see that that's the cause of your challenge and hopefully have you feel inspired to solve that dilemma. And by solve it is by learn the process in solving it for yourself. Now I'm not saying you got to do it with me, but you got to do those things. That's your work to do. You, you, It is a requirement for a healthy, secure relationship to function, right? now. If you feel inspired, I'd love for you to join me in in our in our um, trainings. We have the breathwork and badassery coming up this weekend. People say, "Where do I begin?" I say, "Well, you start off with breathwork." Yeah, but I did breathwork and inner child work. That's what uh, that you know very high functioning, high powered CEO woman going through her divorce said to me. And after she started joining the program and started working together, and I started guiding her through it, she's like holy fuck, I did not do this work at this depth. I'm like, I know. Most of the time you say you've done the work and the therapies, it's a cognitive-based understanding. Was cognitive content? Yeah, I took the course, I watched the video, the free content, that's just cognitive. That's not the same, like, That's not the same as actually doing the work with us, like doing the squats. Like you know doing squats are gonna make your ass a little tighter, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you've done the fucking squats. But what I'm asking you to do is stop expecting for your life to transform just by watching these Facebook Lives or YouTube videos and actually show up at the workshop with us. Connect with those younger parts of you that you feel ashamed of. Feel the resistance that they have towards actually talking to you and really realize what is in the way of you having relationships that work, which is a profound body felt sense connection of love towards yourself. That's what's stopping you. That's the source of your problem. That's why things aren't working for you. And there's no way to just watch a YouTube video or a Netflix. It's like watching Netflix. It's a it's another form of distraction. This community is to help awaken you to the fact that just because you have an attachment style secure. Oh, there it is. I got I'm insecure attachment style. Oh, I'm anxious. Just like I thought (laughs) I see these comments and I'm like, ugh. It's like somebody being told, oh, you have type 2 diabetes. Oh, doctor says I have diabetes. I knew it. That's what the problem is. Uh, No, it means wake the fuck up and actually do the work to heal from the diabetes. If you have anxious attachment, that's not your finish line. That's just a diagnostic. It's not the treatment. It's not the healing for it. If you have an avoidant pattern or a disorganized pattern, that's not your end goal. That's not your end game. Oh, I got this quiz. That's what I am. No, wake up and realize that your choices of healing those attachment wounds, not just here, but actually here, that is what's necessary. And here's the, here's the answer to this question, Brittany, about healing the attachment wounds. What your work is not the work in this program is not to My job is not to heal your attachment wounds. You're not here for the solution. You are here to learn the process. The answer to your question comes into this. You must learn the process, the process of taking whatever triggers that come up and going inside, uncovering where and what this is about shifting the dynamic internally of that younger self, integrating the pain and the shadows of it together, coming up with a beautiful kind of reconnection with that younger part, with the wisdom from within, that emerges on the other side of that, that you can take with you and have the answer to the problem that you're in right now. There's a whole process. That's where my overview method is. It's it's, it's what, what I mean about becoming trigger-proof. Becoming trigger-proof doesn't mean that all my problems are solved. It means I'm gonna go through problem after problem and confrontation after confrontation, hater after hater, know-it-all after know-it-all coming into my kitchen, coming into my house, and, you know, trying to, Use it as a platform, whatever else that I'm going to be encountering more of haters, people challenging me as I keep growing, because this is growing. I'm able to have the confidence to know that down there, five years down the road, whatever challenge or crisis or murder or death or grief or whatever I have down the road that's coming to me, because that's how life is. That I have the skills, the processes, the frameworks to be able to repattern them within myself. <coughs> well, f- for Christ's sakes, like I I went through stuff two years ago that was traumatic. Three years ago that was traumatic. And day to day I'll go through experiences which will bring those bring those feelings up. The difference is, I have the processes in place to be able to reintegrate them. So, to answer your question that was here that said, how does a person deal with new traumas that occur after they've healed their abandonment and attachment wounds? First answer to that is, you never fully, completely heal your abandonment and attachment wounds. They might not be open they might not be, it's like, um, like spraining an ankle or breaking your ankle and you have like, like scar tissue. So it will always be there, but it doesn't have to hold you down. So when you have new experiences that are traumatic, let's say you go through a breakup, let's say you have the grief, the death of, of, of a close family member that you love and you have to go through that again. Those new things are going to be re-emerging those earlier wounds. The question is, do you have the tools and the processes in place to go back and solve them? It's like, but I did therapy. People message me, but I did the things I did. I did therapy. Why am I still dealing with this? Because you, you, you did therapy to find a solution rather than be taught a fucking process. Please write this down process. I am, I, I'm here to learn processes instead of the solution. The solution is the process. Why? Because you're going to constantly be met with more problems. That's life. But do you have the process to work through those problems? You know, I've done uh, shit. I've I spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on personal development and coaching and mindset work. And finally, I got it. Is that, oh. There, there's never an end to the new traumas and the shitty things that happen in life. So Brittany, stop living in fear of these things happening. Let me put you at ease. They will happen. Shitty things will happen that feel in unjust. The question is, do you have the skills to be able to resource yourself through them? Have you learned those? or? Do you hide behind all these therapies? Do you hide behind all this ontological mathematics, which sounds to me like a bunch of nerds sitting around talking rather than actually going into the body and putting the fucking talking away and doing the work, and which isn't available, by the way, watching a video on YouTube. Sorry, sorry, I have the most brilliant coaches, therapists, psychologists. People who, like one of my, my clients is a mindset coach. He's spent 50,000 on mindset work and, and, and therapies and, you know, martini and all that stuff. As soon as he jumped into our program, he's like, oh my God, I've been avoiding the work with, the, with, with all this stuff. Please understand. Consider the possibility that all this ontological search, all this, uh, all this cognitive searching, that you're doing that you sound pretty smart. You have the content. What's missing is the actual practices of of working through those triggers and learning how to manage them in real time. That's what this community is all about, right? That's what this community is all about. And the, the interesting thing is, is that you don't need all that freaking research and therapy. Somebody who's like with a no, with no high school diploma can actually learn this because it's really a, it's the study of being but be, by being it not by being in your head and doing the mathematics of it. It's actually being it is different which requires somebody to walk you through your fucking fears because it's terrifying. And that's what I, that's what I absolutely love doing. That's what makes my heart sing many people who come to our breathwork and badassery workshop they actually say this is like a psychedelic experience and i kind of laugh because about four years ago i did ayahuasca i did an ayahuasca ceremony two nights in a row And I remember it was fucking terrifying and some deep, dark shit came up. I puked and vomited. And I remember the shaman who was present. His energy was always present through that experience. And he was always like, he was like holding space for me in my darkness. And I remember going at the end, I was like, I love him. (laughs) I was like, I don't even know him, but his presence was so beautiful and it was so loving, and he held space even in my darkness, and he kind of saw me through that. That's where healing comes. Healing comes from having yourself be witnessed by a community, not by fucking uh, Facebook Live while you can hide in the corner or sitting on the toilet scrolling. Uh Uh-uh, you gotta show up and be seen. One of my clients is a chiropractor and a coach in a wellness industry and she's a brilliant coach and healer and she's done everything <laughs> she's done all the things right she shows up at breathwork and badassery and realizes it does the does the inner child meditation and is like oh i i have no connection with that younger part she didn't want to have anything to do with me I'm like what happened because when i when i was 3 years old uh, my mother died and so i have this block there and i was like bingo And I said and she was able to share this with us. Right. And it was kind of like going, hey, Sonia, this is interesting, isn't it? Um, You've done all of this therapy work and Joe Dispenza and John Demartini and you've done all of this seminars and all this. She's brilliant here, but you can see that she was like holding herself here, afraid to share, because what will people think of me? how do i know when somebody's fully done the, their work you can feel it there's a sense in them there's a presence about them they here's here are some here are some guidelines for you to look at how to tell if you've real? how i can tell after okay if if it means anything to you 20 years in the mind body field working as a chiropractor working people with people somatically correlating and cross-referencing what they told me with what their physiology and their x-rays. So would it, would it be safe to say that I have a keen sense of knowing who you are if we're on a call together and being able to spot through your bullshit and and read your body language? Yes, that's my fucking superpower. So how can I tell when you've done the work? Well, here's, here's an evidence. And the thing is, I've never met you. All it takes is a conversation and just the style of communication. I can hear behind, I can hear and listen behind the words, right? And even I have blind spots too. I'm consistently working on, you know, the truth revealing itself. Uh, I have blind spots as well. Take it for what it's worth. Everything I'm teaching you is because I needed it myself. So I teach what I most needed to learn and my my continue to, to need to learn. So that's why it's so inspiring to me to, to teach this. So how do I, how can I tell when you've really done the work? Okay, and this is going to also answer your question about how to help somebody else with it. Okay. When you want to, when you want to heal, the person that wants to heal has a different way of being towards me. I can feel it, even in there, even in your email communication with me. I feel a difference. It's this humbleness. Number one, there's a humbleness to you. There's this deep sense of okay, I'm um, I'm I'm open. There's an openness and a humbleness. There's a curiosity. Okay, these are signs. There's a curiosity. There's an openness. There's a humbleness, which, by the way, you you, you totally have in a lot of ways. Absolutely, Brittany, I'm not trying to throw you under the bus that you don't have these things. But this is, this is what I look for in the true uh, somebody who's healing, somebody who is seeking uh, healing to open their heart. There's a humbleness. There's a kind of a surrender to the process. There's like, okay, I'm scared. But, uh, you know, there's an acknowledgment of responsibility. This is the thing. There's this kind of like uh, this acknowledgment of responsibility. When, the, when a person is constantly pointing fingers at other people, especially even when I ask, I'll ask them a question like this. I'll be like, so whenever, you know, your wife kind of raises her voice and starts screaming at you, what does that bring up inside of you? Oh she just totally just starts going off and it's just like you know you know she's off the rails she's completely off the rails notice the answer to the question went back and pointed to her and why that happens is this is what i'm listening for the it's the ego's way of trying to prevent you from feeling the pain how i know that you're doing the work is when i ask a question like that he'll be like when she raises her voice at me, it brings up great feelings of unworthiness and shame within me." Whoa. When somebody's able to, to bypass, when somebody's able to answer a question and ask a question directly, their mind and body are, are kind of, there's an alignment there. There's a directness in your question. There's a directness in your answer. When we start working with people, I get on discovery calls with people. I ask specific questions. I'll be like, you know, if we don't, you know, if we don't solve this problem now with what's happening, what will the next year look like for your relationships and how will this impact your kids? That's the question, right? Simple answer, which is it you know, it's not going to be good. It's getting worse and the last thing I want is to you know, to, to for the kids to be impacted. And, and if you're really kind of have done your work, you'll be able to kind of surrender and have some tears about it. But when you're in ego, you're blocking those emotions, blocking yourself from feeling. Something you'll do is you'll probably laugh and smile. Oh, that's not going to be good. <laughs> that's not going to be good. And then I'll see them laughing at that or they'll go off on a tangent about other things. Oh, well, geez, like it's been happening so long. It's like, this is exactly what I went through with my parents and da 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 da. da. And I'm like, um, can we, can, let me repeat the question. So one of the, t- one of the key components, one of the ways that I'm able to sense with body language, with very little contact with you, I don't even have to be in the same room doing kind of a, a session with you. I can actually feel it in your responses in what's not being said through the screen. It's like, I can't turn this off. I see through it, right? That's a sign that there's more healing to do because what's happening is our egos prevent us, our egos are going to want to prevent us from feeling those really horrible, painful emotions that our inner child felt. Our ego doesn't want that. And what are those feelings? Well, it doesn't want you to feel ashamed. Fuck no. Your ego is gonna do everything it can to prevent you from feeling shame. So what are you gonna do? You'll start rattling off all of your IQ and all of your um, uh, your credentials to, to, in the open public because you want everybody to know how smart you are because you don't want to feel ashamed, right? Once you've done some healing work and you've actually you've actually gotten to a place of completion for it. Healing means to make whole. It means completion. And because we're constantly going through triggers that uh, fracture us, we're consistently called upon to come back to completion from our fracture. In other words, there's no finish line to healing those abandonment wounds. And you're consistently going to be met with traumas micro traumas, macro traumas on a day-to-day basis that will bring up those old abandonment wounds again. You're never, there's no finish line. That's why instead of looking for the solution, it's wiser to master and learn the process. That's what becoming trigger-proof is about. It's a process. It's no finish line. It's no solution. Well, it is the solution. The process is the solution. We were able to help. Oh, and how do you help somebody who's gone through their own stuff? Well, perfect example. One of our clients um, on Monday shared that she had this intuition in the middle of the night. Her and her husband are both former addicts. She had an intuition in the middle of the night. She has no idea why. Woke her up which is, you know, this is the mysteries of who we are, right? That connection to that inner voice, the mind, the body, all of it. It's all a part of your divinity. You know, we don't have to separate it. It's just, let's call it your soul, okay? Her soul wakes her up and is like, something's going on. Knocks on the bathroom door, wasn't there, wasn't answering. Finally, she insists and kind of busts it open and sees her husband there completely passed out with a needle he's using again and she was she just discovered it the night before and she shows up completely distraught what do i do now what do i do what do i do what do i do which is what happens when you go through something like that and they have a daughter and she's like oh my gosh thank god my daughter was out a sleepover what if she walked into that oh and the mind goes into this trauma cycle it's like ah you're basically your soul leaves your body so her big problem is all right like how do i help him get help you know like how do i help him through this kind of like your question Brittany. how do you help someone going through this so we actually after she shared that's the first part is to make sure you have a community of people around you so that you can share that so that you know that you're not alone okay and the love that she got from our community was like it'll make you cry like there were i got messages from people she got messages i was like that was an incredible call that's what healing happened that's where healing is required she's there and she's learning to resource herself she was not she was not okay and we were we all held space for her and gave her love and so today i had my call with her and she's like how do i help him? you know and the answer is like what i told you is you can't help somebody that doesn't want be helped and it's not her job to fix him okay unless he's paying her (laughs) so this is what I want you wanted you to know is this is what also another thing that I've realized is that people who reach out for help sometimes they're not actually or complaining about something they're not actually looking for help Right. This is what I got to decipher whenever somebody asks a question. Brittany, to be honest, I had to do that with you. I had to sit down and feel into my body and go, all right, is she one of those people? I actually sat down and did that. I actually used my process with this. I was like, "Okay, is she one of those people who she's complaining about? Who just are complaining and complaining and complaining, don't really want to do anything to help them help themselves with this, but just want to complain about other people in their lives. I'm like, uh, this is very meta. You can kind of see the irony of it is like, okay, so I'm like, she's not a client. She's asked a lot of questions and they keep going deeper. And then now they're sounding a little bit like, You know, now they're sounding a little bit like she's trying to, you know, promote her, her Hyperion, whatever ontological mathematics and trying to get, you know, my mind went to all of those places. And so I kind of sat there and I was like, okay so what is it that I want? Well, I want people. What do I want? First of all, I had to reconnect before I could come and help you with this. I had to return back to myself and get connected with who I am and what it is that I want. Well, I'm a teacher who has gone through, not just my training in personal growth and personal development, but actually 20 years of helping people in the mind-body field. I I have a very good understanding of helping people through their traumas with a proven methodology that when somebody's truly wanting to take ownership and responsibility for going inside and they do the work, not just talk about it or show up on a Facebook Live or ask questions on a Facebook page, but actually show up in the in the workshop and actually do the squats with us together, completely transform their lives, completely. And I want to introduce more people to that. Now, what part of me helping you and going into debate about your credentials, my credentials. Am I doing this for free? Should I do it for free? Do I have to charge for, am I really, is it really worth my time to get into a debate about the legitimacy of me wanting to, uh, have people invest in doing the work with us? Or is there a legitimate question that she wants help with? Ah, boom. Okay. So I asked, and then you said, this is the question that I want. Ah, how do you help other people? Well, the first thing that you do to help other people through their future feared traumas that that they're going to go through, that are injustices, that are going to hurt them if they do, is get clear on what it is you're getting out of helping them. Sit with that one for a moment. When you can override your ego, your egoic, unconscious strategies, your motivations, which is fuck ton hard to do, especially if you don't have a mentor, because these are your blind spots, this you can't see until someone shows show, sh- somebody kind of holds a mirror and a reflection or you have a community of people. Somebody shares it and then you're listening. Go, oh, my God, I do the same thing. Consider the possibility, Brittany, that you're a rescuer and that your desire to fix other people is a replay, a repeat of an old pattern of childhood that had you gain identity and goodness and good girl and relevance and importance and control in fixing and solving other people. If you're not clear and connected with that part of you, then you're going to be frustrated when people aren't taking your fucking advice, which is how I feel, how I was feeling for the last little bit. And then I was like, wait a second, what am I trying to do? Oh, okay. Okay. I'm, I'm not conscious. I, I am, I'm trying to prove myself so that somebody feels, uh, so, so that somebody feels inspired to sign up for your program. Ah, uh, I just called it out oh when as soon as I could own that that was painful and it was perfectly okay that I want to do that why well because of my own woundings scarcity my own woundings of relevance that I you know wanted to prove myself this is constantly uh, with my mother she's constantly debating me it with health and wellness and mind and body and this whole fucking repetitive pattern with my mother keeps showing up with clients keeps showing up with not even clients <laughs> Brittany you're not even a client these what do we what do we call people in the community who are trying to you know trying to get some sort of a clarity my interpretation becomes oh okay i got to prove myself and then i recreate these these old kind of dynamics again so the work is this is the process that i went through I, ah there it is okay ah can i and and once i've done the process through that all of a sudden the truth of how to help you revealed itself boom i hit go live and here we are having this conversation does that make sense so how do i help how do then what happens is how do you help those who have gone through that stuff and are going through them in the future how do you help them by learning the process of helping you through whatever comes up for you while they're going through it. Does that make sense? I know that sounds confusing. Let me say it in a different way. Let me say this in a different way. The best way that you can help other people, your friends and your family who are suffering, is to become such a space of healing that you don't feel the need to take responsibility for fixing or solving them because you are able to hold space and provide guidance for them to go and help themselves, whether it be, wow, you just learned this Hyperion stuff. Well, why don't you kind of, because of who you, be- here's what happens, because of who you become on the other side of doing the work, they can shift dynamically. They automatically shift especially because they no longer feel that you're trying to fix them. The worst thing you can do for somebody who's going through their own stuff is to try to tell them to fix them. And the last few posts that you've done, Brittany, if you take my intuition, you you don't have to, you're not a client, you're a rescuer and you're a fixer. And that is unhealed for you. So the best thing you can do for those people is to work on your own need to rescue and fix other people. And I think that that's why you're not working either. And learn how to create your own community where you can have the courage to stick your own neck out, create your own process, and then help other people who are actually paying you. If they're not, here's the key. If you're not paying for the help, you're not valuing it. There's a ton of free shit on YouTube. There are billions of hours of free content. It's just not the same. You must invest. You must have skin in the game if you're going to do anything of value and you must value your health and well-being. I mean, I have a free gym in the basement here, but I pay because I'm stupid, you know, 50 bucks a month or whatever, because A, it's a better gym. There's a different vibe and atmosphere and you know i have skin in the game in it and so it's like all right i got some skin in the game oh crap i don't want this 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 you know uh monthly subscription thing to go to waste so you must invest there you have a story and usually the people who complain about spending money or whatever i'm not saying you're complaining but have a thing with spending money uh, or, or they have a resentment towards people like me who actually charge to show up and demand a fair exchange for the crazy content that you're gonna get. And transformation is worth, I promise you, is worth 20 times its investment, this is what people say. Constantly they're like, oh my gosh, the investment was like minimal compared to to what what I got. Um, they're the ones that have issues with money. And they they have a problem with receiving it. They have an entire there's an entitlement. There's a very there's a sense, a smell, a deep sense of entitlement there. And that com- that you know, th- that's what we got to really work on. That comes from our old wounding. We we're looking for rescuers, right? But if you invest in it, then you're actually investing. It's empowering to you instead of, oh, it should be free. So much. I get this a lot. You claim to heal people. Oh, you heal people. And then you want, you, you expect, you know, you expect to, for us to pay for it. You won't get on a call with me. You're, but you're a healer. And I'm like, mm, that entitlement energy with the universe is really a seeker of a hero, a rescuer. Usually it's the rescuers of others that are looking for a rescuer for themselves. And the accountability, The, you know, how do you hold it accountable is you, you hold yourself accountable by investing in a guide and a mentor that's gonna actually hold you accountable to not just cognitive information, but a shift in your being. Hopefully, that is helpful. Um, how does a person actively seek justice for these types of situations without allowing the driving sense of righteousness, anger, and justice to cause their he- health and mental health to suffer? You've been listening to the Trigger Proof podcast, designed to teach you the most important skill necessary for a dramatically changing world, which is. See you at the next perfect time. Well, the way that you do it is by making it a cause and finding gratitude that this is, and dedicating your life to the cause and demanding a fair exchange for writing that injustice. Um, Your your mental health, uh, physical and mental health, will suffer if you're not in a fair exchange with the universe. If you're dedicated to a cause of, solving an injustice um, you gotta know what it is that you're getting out of it okay actively seek justice for these types of situations without a lot like I'm I'm going through a situation where I feel is totally unjust okay it's completely unjust with somebody who feels entitled to something from me it's completely in my estimation unjust now in the beginning when, it, when this came to be, it was very alarming and challenging for me to deal with. It was very difficult. I lost sleep over it for about two or three days. So you could easily say my mental and physical well-being was suffering because of this injustice. And guess what I did? I then took the tools that I teach and the process that I teach and was able to allow all of those feelings of injustice That was happening right now which was a recollection of an earlier abandonment injustice because every problem that you're going to go through is not about that problem there's an earlier wound even though you claimed even though i claim to have healed from it it's still a scar in my body and it will likely be bumped up again but now using my process of becoming trigger proof i went in and re connected with that part and had a new observation. The beauty of this this methodology is that every time I go back and reconnect with a younger part through this kind of active meditative process that I teach in the overview experience <clears throat> that's coming up at the end of this month. Uh, by the way, all of these links just go up, or if you're on YouTube, it's down below, or go right up um, in the announcement and just sign up right away it's right there Um, what happens after I went in I all of a sudden realized holy crap this is a gift and I was able to I'm now able to go through this that I'm still going through and not lose a wink of sleep Go to the, be able to go to the gym i'm going to the gym right after this call and then i have another couple calls and then a couple patients at the office that i can't wait to connect with right and my mental health are not struggling even though it's still unjust so the answer to your question is you've learned a lot you've done the therapy i'm sure you've found a couple solutions for a couple mysteries about the universe and the nature of reality Congratulations. But have you learned an actual process? Process, not solution. Process to take whatever trigger. Get not just on a cognitive perspective, but in, uh, what was the story? Oh, the turn it around, like Byron Katie's work. You know, turn it around. Who would you be without that thought? Oh dear, I did her nine day uh, meditate, nine day um, uh Retreat where we just did the work the Byron Katie work for nine days straight going through everything the work It was amazing and still it was incomplete because my body still has Activations that happen on a day-to-day basis that will cause me to go out, but now I have this process that gets me out of my head in the mathematical cognitive thing. That's not where healing is. Healing happens when you allow sensations, feelings to come up, identify the transference or the projection of where it's coming from. Integrate it, have a heartfelt connection, connected, empathetic conversation with that younger part and find that the exact guidance that they needed at that time was the exact guidance you need in your unknown to move through this unknown world with a connection to your own inner voice. How do I know that you've done the work? The biggest example is you can feel when a person is connected to their inner voice, their inner knowing. There's a knowing. There's a presence about them. There's an eye contact. There's a safety in their uh, in their posture. There's a resonant tone in their um, in their in their voice. There's a sense why because their nervous system is in a ventral state. You've learned they've learned to self-regulate and put themselves in the polyvagal uh, kind of theory in their ventral, which is safety, comfort, and their relationships are are psychologically and emotionally safe with one another they can communicate freely without an intermediary therapist to try to talk talk each other through the difficult times because that's why you only need a couples counselor because you don't know how to communicate your authentic truth and feel safe with this other person so we need a third person but you can learn the skills in doing that that's how i know you've really done the work it's not all of your resume. I literally can sit in a room with you, have a conversation, listen to all of the questions, and you're swirling around in your head, swirling, trying to find an answer on content. This is education about context, the way of being with practical application tools, not just watching it on Facebook and going, oh, that's great, popping popcorn, but actually doing the work. I'm gonna leave the link below I'm going to invite you to jump in and join us. Uh, first of all, Friday, Should I Stay or Should I Go? It's a, a free master class that gives you the transitions you require in order to create a secure relationship. If you've ever, ever been wondering, oh my God, I got anxious, I got disorganized. So what? Do you know what to do about it? This is the answer. It's called Should I Stay or Should I Go? Should I Stay or Go? i'm going to leave the link down there please join us the second link as well is for the breathwork and badassery it's this weekend we start off with a understanding of the nervous system a really a deep connection to why you're here and then i walk you through this beautiful meditation which you'll experience some resistance you'll hear from everybody else you'll share your experience if you want you don't have to and then i lead you into this beautiful uh breathwork experience where you Practice the ancient art of getting into your body. One breath at a time, facing, exposing, connecting with your fears, connecting with everything you've been afraid of, connecting in your body and maybe allowing some tears. Maybe, I don't know, you've been holding on to so much stress and you haven't expressed it. This is your chance to connect to your body and kind of slow your brain waves down, create a sense of safety around you for emotions, movement, sound, whatever to move through your body so that you can go from dysregulated to regulated feeling unsafe to safe feeling disconnected to connected this is the place to begin as the relationship with healing yourself comes to the breath we might as well practice with us with this community so the links are below we'll see you at the next perfect time hopefully that was helpful feel free to ask questions feel free to disagree but really understand that what you're here to learn is a process and it's not something that you can learn on a cognitive level. Oh, I've been following your, if you've been following um, my YouTube videos for a while and you haven't shown up and done the work that I've been talking about, not necessarily with me, but elsewhere, then it's not really the work, it's a bypass. And that's okay, I'm just saying, when's a good time to make your emotional well-being, your relationships, your, your physical well-being, your nervous system, your anxiety levels, your connection to purpose—you know, safety in relationships. When is it a good time to make that a priority? And if if you're inspired to do so now, jump in and join us. Fill out the form and let me know what you're working on, because um, you know I can't wait. I just had this uh, this amazing—you fill out a, a survey that lets me know, and I read them all. That lets me know where you're stuck. Um, because that way I'm going to be able to guide you and facilitate you as your shaman a lot more on in the in the breath work This submission just came in for somebody who just signed up. I'm not going to name names, but listen to this um, Said I recently returned from a military deployment and realized that my fiance treated me terribly So I left him. I'm now caretaking for my toxic mother and realizing uh, That I did to my husband a lot of the same things she does. Oh, That's got to hurt, right? (laughs) I'm getting ready to restart my life. Hopefully in a new city, I want a reason to believe that my next chapter will be better than the last one. And once, and I realize I've made some bad choices due due to my attachment style and parenting priming. I want to do better this time around. Oh, that's music to my ears. See, that. Is the sound of a humble seeker ready to heal? They're like, look, I'm owning my part in this. I left my husband. No, nowhere did she say, he was this, he was a narcissist, and da 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 da. I didn't hear that. That is the type of person who we would love to work with. Until you're there, you're just trying to be right. That's not where healing goes. Or just trying to prove how smart you are. Look at all the therapy I've done. Look at all the training I've done. I know, I know, I know, but yet my relationships are still fucking crap. <laughs> Put that ego away. That is the first step to healing, when you can get to that level of authenticity. Now, unless you're there, don't show up on Sunday, on Saturday, or Sunday if you're in Australia. But if you can find yourself there, and you're curious, and you, even though you're scared, and you know, man, people, is this real? Is this internet, is this real? How do I know this is real? People message me, and they fill out a form, an application for a discovery call. Then they chicken out. They're like, I don't even know if this is real. I'm like, oh my god. (laughs) Thank god we have an application process that is the type of person who is primed and ready to heal. There's a level of responsibility, even though it's painful, there's a humility, there's a responsibility, and that individual, if they really do exactly as we coach them to over the next few months, it's gonna have a completely different reality. They'll be complete with their ex-husband, they will uh, have be able to communicate their boundaries to their toxic mother and have healing with their mother because they're no longer at the effect of mom's abandonment wounds and traumas herself and she'll have the perfect skills and processes to be able to take any trigger or challenge in a relationship which comes up diana and i we have conflict right diana She's like never see she disagreed with me there. Yes, we do we have conflict. I told you see she disagreed with me there <laughs> So So we have conflict the question is the The question is do you have the processes to navigate the traumas? Navigate the conflict navigate the future Shitty things that are gonna happen to you and your friends No well, guess what? I propose that becoming trigger-proof is the most important skill you can learn in 2021. I said this in, in 2020 before COVID hit and look what happened. COVID hit and it turns out our clients who mastered this, these, these processes actually are doing better post-COVID than they were pre-COVID. Imagine that. Yes, you can learn. If you're ready and humble like this lovely individual who I can't wait to start helping, join us for the um, the uh, masterclass coming up on Friday or Saturday, and then the Saturday workshop. The links are below. See you at the next perfect time.